0: Sup, dude.
1: Um, what's up, dude? What's up, dude? Is your freaking engaged?
0: <laughs> what do you have to say for yourself? Uh, yes, I I am. Not, I don't. What the
1: hell, Wells? Are you surprised? Why wasn't I told? Why wasn't I told the story? And before you went to Fiji, I can't believe it.
0: I'm sorry. I, we kept it a secret for a while. Not really from you. You found out before most people did, I suppose.
1: I did. But I still you caught me off guard. I really thought I would see it coming and I wouldn't Sarah put her hand up into the screen and I saw a ring. It took me a second. I was like, holy shit. Wait a second. That looks like an engagement ring.
0: You didn't think that us going to Fiji was a good opportunity.
1: You're always going somewhere to some beach or some trip. And I, I just you haven't done it yet. So I just I don't know.
0: Do you think it's too soon?
1: No, not at all. I've been waiting. I'm like, what's holding you up?
0: You think this is going to put some pressure on Mikael Hirschman? Mikael uh,
1: Hirschman? I don't th- hope not because I'm not really ready for that. But he, I told him um, right away. I was like, who's he going to tell? So I went ahead and told him. And he said to tell you congratulations. And he's very happy for you both.
0: Oh, very nice. Well, yeah, he's got to fly over the States at some point for uh, a wedding, I guess.
1: Well, how soon is this wedding? Are we talking?
0: Not soon at all. It'll be like well over a year. I mean, like we haven't like figured out anything, you know? It was just like phase one was just get engaged. That's all. We're only, we're still in phase one.
1: (laughs) Well, hopefully if you're going to wait over a year, my hope is that Misha Jostman lives here by the time we
0: get married. (laughs) Is that like a real possibility like that he could come live here? I think so. Really?
1: We've talked about it a little bit like, just briefly, I mean, he brings it up. I don't really bring it up, but I told—I keep telling him, like, let's wait until after your visit in August. I mean, he's never even been to the states, and I don't want him to like get my hopes up unintentionally and then come over here and hate it.
0: <laughs> yeah, know? completely uprooting his life in South Africa to you know, come I live here. I feel
1: bad. I feel bad. Well, but like, I, I don't also.
0: <laughs> yeah, you don't feel bad
1: because I want him to come over. Well. Okay, can we take the attention off of me and put it back on you, please? (laughs) Do you like how I did that? I was so good. I was like, yeah, let's talk about this thing. I need details. I need as many details as you're willing to provide
0: about the proposal. Yeah, obviously, like the specifics are going to be kept just to us because it's, you know.
1: Fine.
0: And also, like you and I, when next time you're in LA, let's just go to dinner and I'll tell you everything. But. um.
1: Perfect. I'll be there on Sunday.
0: Oh, per- there we go. Perfect. Obviously, it happened in Fiji. There's like a private island that you could like go have a picnic at, like kind of across the way from where we were staying. Wow. If you see my Instagram video, it's a drone of us, like of me actually doing it. I had like the ring hidden in the drone case. That's how how I kind of did it.
1: Oh, smart.
0: Yeah. Anyway, she said yes, which was surprising, I think, to everyone involved. <laughs> I didn't, I, you know, Wait, real touch and rewind. go there. Yeah.
1: So is this why you bought the drone? Now it all makes sense. Yep. It is, isn't it? You yep. bought it and you were like practicing for this moment. Yep. It all has come full circle.
0: Mm-hmm. Now you I mean, know, it, like, honestly, it's exactly why. And I remember I was telling my brother that and he was like, okay, that's cool, but you need to have. A fucking photographer there. And I was like, knock I a drone. He was like, no, I'm just telling you right now, bad call, bad life decision. <laughs> Get a photographer. So I was like, okay. So when I got there, I was like, hey, I listen, I need a photographer. And they were like, okay, well, it's got to come from the mainland. And I was like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. And so, <laughs> but I was like, but he has to be hiding, mm-hmm. you know? So... This poor guy was hiding in the bushes there, not to like, because it was a private, you know, it was just us having a picnic, you know? Yeah. It would have been weird if like some little Asian man with a a camera was like, just like hiding there. So like it happened, I was like, when you see me like start flying the drone, it's going to be happening around then and then then all of a sudden, Yoshi scurries out. That's his real name, by the way. That's not a joke Thank for Mario. That's not what it is. His name is Yoshi. He fucking scurries <laughs> out from the bushes, and he's just like, stop, 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 And Sarah's like, what is happening? And then all of a sudden, we were in, like, a cool, like, um, like, engagement shoot. But, yeah, that's basically it.
1: Did you catch her off guard?
0: You know, I don't think so. I think she will say that she was. I, like, threw her off at the end. I think she thought it was happening. And then right before we left, I was, like, dressed pretty frumpy. And she was like, What? Mm-hmm. You know? And mm-hmm. and I was like, is this t shirt okay? And she was like, You're wearing a t shirt, you know? So that like threw off a little <laughs> bit, but listen, Sarah's a smart girl. She knew what was yeah. what was happening, I think. But For sure. So yeah, the ring is a Lorraine Schwartz ring, in case you were wondering. I love
1: Lorraine Schwartz.
0: I know. So throwing that out there.
1: Look at you. Did Lorraine make her something like one of a kind?
0: Yes, it's a beautiful ring.
1: So sweet.
0: Yeah. So now we're we're engaged now, which is I
1: cannot believe. It's
0: kind of a but I can. It's kind of a weird thing. You're carrying around this very expensive piece of jewelry, and guys, for the most part, aren't used to having expensive pieces of jewelry around them. You know, so it, it freaks no. us out just in general. Also, for me, we are traveling across the ocean and so like that's even more stress of like what happens if like someone steals my bag or something like it's just there's so much stress everyone's like are you so happy and I was so happy but I was like I'm also just like so glad I'm not in charge of that very nice ring <laughs> I don't want to be in charge of this anymore yeah. there's too much pressure <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh lord well I can't wait to see it in person I really will be in town on Sunday I'm gonna need to come over and see it
0: Anyways, is that it is that, do you have any more questions
1: no, I'll ask Sarah a million more. I'm sure. Yeah, that was all I needed out of you.
0: All right, you want to start the show?
1: Okay, we probably should, huh?
0: Yeah, let's do it,
1: bros and hoes. You're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brande. Hey,
0: buckle in, boys and girls. You're about to get 37 minutes of us talking about how fucking crazy Luke P is.
1: Oh my lord, it's insane. But like we knew we've like it's to the point where we know he's so insane and that it's just like, yeah, yeah, we've seen it all like whatever. But like some, somehow Hannah just saw the light this week. It's just mind blowing.
0: There's a moment when she is listening to his like sex is for the marriage bed thing where the you can see the light turn on in her eyes and she's like, yep. oh, mm-hmm. oh, but like. <laughs> I I was thinking about it a lot, and I think that this—I might get in trouble for this statement, but whatever. It's kind of how I feel. I think this is the problem with casting a bachelorette that's so young because this is such a normal thing young women and men do. They make horrible life decisions when it comes to dating. When you're in your early to mid-20s, that's the time in which you just date the wrong people for you. And that's totally. why, because that's a real thing. When you're that age, you just go for the wrong thing for you all the time. And the problem is, is that like for the Bachelorette, it's just happening on such a larger scale. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: Yes, and I'm um, so segue to that. I'm going to say something else that might not be a popular opinion. Yeah. But segueing into that, this brings up this is a perfect opportunity to bring up like Jed's whole thing. Yeah. Right. Jed is like. Jed is, like, saying something that I've been thinking this whole time, and it's a valid thing to to feel, is he's like, I'm just questioning you a little bit because of your taste and this other guy. Like, the fact that you... Like this other guy who is a piece of shit makes me question, like, do I want to be with somebody, right, that likes somebody that's a piece of shit so much? And that's a valid concern. But, of course, because she's the bachelorette, it's, like, not okay to, like, put her in a dark light or, like, question her at all, which I hate that stigmatism of, like, whoever's the bachelor or the bachelorette, like, does no wrong. And I don't like that. The fact that Jed even brought up, like, hey, this is how I feel, and it puts him in a position to maybe get sent home. I think that's sad that that's like the mentality, like, well, I'm if I upset her, like she's just gonna send me home. Well, you should be able to say how you feel and and uh, voice a concern without just feeling like, well, I'm just gonna get sent home. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I mean, like at Does that the totally hundred percent. We Sarah and I were joking around about it last night. To your point, he was tiptoeing around what he really wanted to say because he didn't want to offend her. Which is kind of BS.
1: She shouldn't get offended that easily. No, she's not the freaking Princess Diana. She's a normal twenty-five-year-old girl who some I, I like. She doesn't like to be put in her place. She likes to be in control and in yeah. charge. And Jed did it so gently and in and in such a good way. Like he did it the best way he possibly could, right? And she was still upset. And I'm just like, oh my gosh! Like he's first of all, he's not wrong. He's a hundred percent right. Like. It is very questionable that she does not see Luke for who he really is, and I that I would question that.
0: All right, guys, airport anxiety, it's a real thing. Between constantly checking my pockets for my ID or forgetting the gate number even though I just looked at my boarding pass, I'm stressed. But here's the thing. If you travel with base, your bag has the function and the fashion to keep you calm, carefree, and looking good. Sarah and I have been using base luggage for years, long before they even started sponsoring this show.
1: Truly, I have a bunch of base luggage and I love it all. My absolute favorite piece, though, is the convertible weekender bag. I have it in three colors because I literally take it everywhere. And the best part is the bottom compartment unzips completely if you get the convertible bag, because sometimes I don't need that extra space. So I just take the top part. But other times, you know, like I refuse to check a bag. So that really helps me out. So you guys got to check it out. Every piece made by Bays is made to look better with miles so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Bayes has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Bayes has your personal items covered.
0: And right now, Base is offering our listeners out there 15% off your first purchase by visiting BayesTravel.com YFT. Go to basetravelcom YFT for 15% off your first purchase. That's base B-E-I-S, travel.com YFT. At the root of it, all Jed was really saying was, I don't want to hang out with someone who wants to hang out with shitty people. Yeah, which is valid. Which is, that's all it was, was, wait, you think this guy's cool? Really? What does that say about what you think about me? It's not even that. Like, I think you initially go that direction just because everyone's kind of like self-centered. But uh, uh, me aside, how could you want to hang out with this person?
1: Mm -hmm. I don't understand,
0: you know? Totally.
1: Um, have you have you heard all these Pete rumors? Oh, about I want, his girlfriend from Atlanta.
0: Oh, I wanted to bring it up because you're the biggest Pete oh, fan. Pilot Pete. I'm fan. so
1: devastated. I knew he was too good to be true.
0: I know, dude. Let me just get this straight. Is everyone from the Bachelor world a douchebag? I think so. Pressing like I really like. Included? Everyone
1: always says JoJo's season was kind of the last season where. Like, social media wasn't as big a part of the yeah. show as it is now. And, like, it's—I feel like it was kind of the last season where you got, like, genuine people that were genuinely there to date a girl. No, you know I was what on I mean? The, I was
0: on that season. No. I think it was the season before that. <laughs> <You>? <laughs> it <was Caitlin's> season. <laughs> oh, Lord. I mean, I, yeah, it wasn't what it is now. But, like—okay, so the story goes that Pilot Pete basically was dating some chick. She's a model, by the way. I saw a picture of her. She's very pretty. I, I just saw, like, one picture that, like, E posted or whatever. The story goes is that he was dating some chick, like, basically right before they went on the show. And, like, they actually, like, went to Switzerland together. And, you know, they were talking about the future. And then he dumped her, like, pretty abruptly. And then she noticed that all of a sudden he was following or a producer was following him either way. And then, like, next thing she know, cut to, like, he's being announced on The Bachelor. And then she, then it was like, oh, it makes total sense. You dumped me because you got this kind of this better offer.
1: Mm-hmm here's here's the one hiccup here that i have a hard time with like okay. my brain can't process correctly. Yeah, 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 his hometown yeah during his hometown his parents seemed like so like like poor peter went through this hard breakup before your, like his i think for, i think it was his mom that said something like i know the last relationship was really hard on you like i don't know Like it felt very genuine to, to have his family say those things about his past relationship like why would they say those things if he just broke up with her all of a sudden and was fine you know what I mean
0: Yeah, but you can write your own history with your family. You can come home and be like, Yeah, me and Kristen broke up. She dumped me. Apparently, she was dating someone else. You know, like you can do that stuff and they don't know. I do think that Jed. If he
1: did that, then he is really a douchebag.
0: I do think that Jed's parents for sure knew that he had a girlfriend back at home and that's why they were like,
1: For sure. 100%.
0: And I'm kind of thinking that the sister liked the last girlfriend because she was just
1: claws out she did not was not having it with hannah
0: not into it yeah i don't know i mean like so here's my thought on the pilot p thing well so i was so concerned that i would upset an ex of mine before i went on the show like i had like two like pretty serious exes i called them Mm -hmm. both and i said hey this is a possibility that i go on this show I want to know what you, what you think of it. And if you don't think I should do it, then I won't do the show because inevitably they become part of the storyline with, they didn't sign up for a TV show. I did, but then their story gets told because mm-hmm. Jojo has to understand why I'm single. Well, I got dumped by this person right. and someone so cheated on me or whatever. You get to tell those stories. So I went as far and like, I, and I've told like Sarah this and she's like, why the fuck did you tell them? And I'm like, you know, like, I just didn't want anyone to be blindsided. I didn't want some, like, angry tabloid thing, you know. And so I got both of their blessings. They were like, yeah, dude, that's good for you. Go have fun or whatever. But now cut to this these seasons where these guys are just dating chicks right before they jump on a plane. Seriously. And is it is it just that they're stupid? Maybe.
1: I mean, they're younger. You well, know, it goes back to that, that whole, like... That we got a younger group of people on this season.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe like they're just, yeah, like less self-aware, you know?
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or it's like when you're young, I think you feel like you can do things and not get in trouble for it, right? It's like the consequences just aren't as um, serious when you're young about like when it comes to stuff like that. And then when you get to be in your 30s and an adult, consequences are very real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they probably were like, it's fine. I'll just go and like nothing's going to, they're never going to know or whatever.
0: Yeah. I probably won't even make it past the first night in the house. So whatever. Then I'll go back to Kristen. We'll start dating again. It'll be fine. Totally. All right. So how much are you buying that she didn't take Tyler to pound town? Not buying it. Not buying it at all either.
1: No. She probably said all that and then he got in there and was he was probably like playing the sweet card and the respectful card. And then she just because he said he was OK with not having sex, then she was probably like, OK, let's do it now.
0: Yeah, I am going to say something. I think a lot of people are going to be upset of me saying, but here's what it is. I don't think it's that she doesn't have an emotional connection with Tyler. That's what she kept saying. She was like, we have a physical connection, but we need to have an emotional connection. I think that Tyler might be very, very dull to talk to. And yes, Mm. he does say a lot of really good things, Mm -hmm. but they're very soundbitey to me.
1: They are. Me too. I've always said that the whole season.
0: I don't think that he has, I don't think he's just very interesting. I think that's what she's really saying is we can't have sex because that's all we ever do is hook up. We need to have an actual conversation because I don't know if you're very interesting.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Even so, even as they were sitting there uh, at dinner or whatever, and she was saying this, that she was saying like, "I think we need to go to the fantasy suite, and not have sex, and and have find the emotional connection." Even if she was saying that, you kind of saw him like he just kind of sat there and processed all of it. And then and it looked like he was really like caught like a deer in the headlights a little bit. Like, I don't think he saw that coming. And then once he processed it all, he spit out some so- sound bitey answer that was just perfect and it was exactly what she wanted to hear. Yeah. And that's the thing with him is like everything he says, I just feel like sounds too good. Like, it's like a line.
0: Yeah.
1: And he might be a really great guy and it might just come off that way, but that's just how I always hear it.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, if he doesn't get picked at the end, I feel like he's the bachelor. But then, like, who do you choose? Because you can't choose. If pilot Pete doesn't get chosen, can't choose him because that dude just freaking was dating some model chick right before the show started. Can't choose Jed. Same story. I don't know what you do.
1: I don't either. Because no one else like no one else that was further a lot like further down the line made a made a impact really. Than, yeah. You know,
0: who do you think she's going to pick or do you know?
1: I know. So oh. I feel like I can't.
0: I don't know if you know, though. I feel like a lot of people think they know, but I'm not sure if they know.
1: I hope I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I'm wrong. But here, okay. So uh, if I didn't know or hadn't read spoilers, here's, here's like genuinely, I feel like I'm really good at being objective. Yeah. From watching the fantasy suites, here's my take on it, regardless of what I have read or not read. So I think Peter. I think she I think he's like the he's the guy that you just have friend feelings for and you wish it was more but it's really nothing more than a friend right it's like they can kick it they can talk they have a good time but and I think she wishes she felt more but I don't think she does Tyler I think that I think it's all physical like she said there's not really there's no depth to the relationship they just like to make out and hook up and whatever and that's all that is it's like a sexual chemistry thing yeah Jed was the only one where I kind of like you can always tell the most I feel like when they show the shot of them like quote unquote waking up in the morning Mm -hmm. and I feel like that's when you can kind of see like what kind of dynamics going on there and when they showed that scene with her and Jed that was the one where I thought like I felt like oh she's feeling this one like. This one seems more than just a friendship to me, and this one also seems more than just a physical connection to me. The way, um, her like body language and the and the what she said and everything as they were waking up in the morning, like that was a little bit revealing to me. Like, oh, th- this might be the one because this is the one that seems like she thinks it could I don't know it's just a vibe like it's hard to explain but it was just kind of the vibe I got from her and like what's funny though is if Luke hadn't done what he did and and brought up the whole sex thing and blown that whole thing I think they would have gone to fantasy suites and had a great time and I think he would have ended up being the front runner god that's what I think
0: I think that Peter is the guy that she knows that she should choose but she can't yeah i don't know man here's the problem dude she she cut really good guys way too early she cut mike too early she cut garrett too early
1: uh connor i loved connor
0: connor dude like that dylan guy like she cut really nice guys way too early and now now she's gotta she's gotta sleep in the bed she made But I do, I will say this. I do think you're right about Pilot Pete being friend zone, but then Pilot Mm. Pete laid some good wood. He did. And things changed a little bit for when he went around too.
1: Even so in the wake up scene or whatever, like I just didn't, I didn't see the sparks. Like I saw with Jed. That's all I'm saying.
0: All right. That's enough of Bachelor stuff. I feel like. I agree. I mean, that's way too much. Can we just real quick talk about how much I love Grove Collaborative?
1: I love it too, actually. I'm glad you brought it up. Right? Mm -hmm.
0: If you don't know what we're talking about, it's an online marketplace that delivers all natural home beauty and personal care products directly to your door.
1: I've really made it a point to change all of my house cleaning products, all of my bath and body products over to eco-friendly and cruelty-free products and Grove Collaborative has made it so easy for me to shop for these things they have some of my favorite brands like Mrs. Meyers and 7th Generation Um, I know I've talked before about using paper towels and toilet paper that are uh, recycled because if you don't we're destroying Canadian forest Mm -hmm. and uh, Grove Collaborative sells the 7th Generation paper products that are 100% recycled and they actually also have trash bags that are new on the site as well so you can really save the planet by shopping on this site
0: yeah so check it out uh for our listeners we're setting you up with a free 60 day vip trial which includes customizable refill orders so you'll never run out of the products that you love
1: shipping is fast and free on your first order and for a limited time our listeners can go to grove.co slash yft to get a free five-piece spring cleaning set from mrs Myers and grove a 30 dollar value
0: Join over half a million families who trust Grove Collaborative to make their homes happier and healthier. So go to grove.co slash YFT and get a free five-piece spring cleaning set from Mrs. Myers and Grove, a $30 value. Don't screw it up. Do it.
1: Wells, I know I've talked about it a lot, but one of my favorite things is Third Love. Have you bought anything for Sarah off Third Love?
0: No. This is the bra company, right?
1: It is. This is
0: about the boobies. Mm-hmm. Ding, 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 ding for boobies. No, but I told you <laughs> I did get them for my sister who was pregnant and she got the maternity bras and she said they were they were great for, it's weird talking about my sister's boobs. You keep going.
1: Well, maybe now that you guys are engaged, you could buy Sarah some uh, lingerie oh. from third love. I really love the stuff I've gotten from them. They have a fit finder quiz where you just answer a few questions to find the perfect fit. My favorite thing about it is that they have half cup sizes because let's be honest, like not everyone fits in these ABC cups. And I'm one where I wear a B and a half because I need that in between size. There's a 100% fit guarantee. You have 60 days to wear the bra, wash it. And if you don't love it, you can return it. And what I really like about this company is that they'll wash it and donate it to a woman in need if you send it back.
0: So third love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone so right now they're offering our listeners 15% off that first order go to thirdlovecom slash yft now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase
1: and don't forget you can totally return things that don't fit right and they'll keep sending you exchange products until you find the thing that fits perfectly that's thirdlove.com slash yft for 15% off
0: today boobs
1: well, I've been watching Stranger Things. Oh, obsessed yeah. with it.
0: Oh, I know. How far in are you?
1: Um, I think I've watched 3 episodes and already I fully agree with this is the best season yet.
0: Oh yeah, okay, cool.
1: I'm obsessed with the whole mall set. Oh, like it is so exactly the way I remember the mall in the 90s. I could die. Sam Goody, yep. Spree, like there's all of those Walden iconic books. stores. It's so good.
0: I know, man. I mean, like, Steve, have you gotten into, like, a lot of Steve stuff yet?
1: Oh, yeah. Steve's, like, hunting down the Russians, him and the yeah. Dustin. I'm obsessed. Like, it's all so good. The wardrobe is so on point this season. Like, I just love all of it. They do such a good job. The music, they do such a good job with music. And this is, like, I think this is the first season where some of the visual stuff, like, of the monsters and everything is, like, legitimately scary like I legitimately think I'm gonna have nightmares tonight as I because I always watch it before bed the monsters are freaking scary looking agreed I also think the actor that plays Billy does a really great job
0: yeah he's just always sweating
1: it's so good I'm like how are you so sweaty all the time bruh
0: did you know that the girl that she plays opposite of Steve in the ice cream shop oh yeah Maya Hawk do you know who mm-hmm. she is the daughter of? No. Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman.
1: Oh, wait. I think I did know that. Someone told me that.
0: Yeah. Isn't that crazy?
1: That is insane. I like her.
0: Dude. Stranger Things is great. Dude, keep going, though, bro. You're going to love I know, I know. it.
1: I, all of my spare time has been spent watching that show, I promise you.
0: Yeah?
1: Um. Yeah, so I'm loving that. And then I'm caught up on Big Little Lies, which you don't watch, right?
0: I do. I'm caught up completely. Oh, you
1: You're caught up. Yeah. Okay. Great. What are your
0: thoughts? My thoughts. are- I think
1: Zoe Kravitz is insane.
0: Okay. So here's here's a theory that I had. Someone might have to kill Meryl Streep. That would be nuts. Right. Because if like, I could see it. Right. Like if someone dies at the end of every season, who's going to die well, this they, season? I,
1: I read something today, and I don't I don't know what it was. Like I don't know how how much I would believe it, but I did read something today that said that this is the final season.
0: I wouldn't be surprised if someone has to kill Meryl Streep. Also, I I love how no one knows anyone's character name when describing the show. (laughs) You know, they're like, they're like, okay, so, okay, so. Uh, Nicole Kidman's character goes and meets <laughs> Lenny Kravitz's daughter and then they're like fighting and then the girl from Divergent, she comes in and then Elwoods is there and then- it's so true. You know, like La- Laura like Dern the, the only shows one, up.
1: The only one I know, the uh, character name is Renata.
0: And that's Laura Dern, right? Laura
1: Dern, right, yeah, which I know her actor's name too, but she's the only one that I would say like, oh, and Renata, da, da. da, da, da. I don't know why.
0: Yeah, I'm just like, okay, so Tom Cruise's ex-wife uh, it's taking a bunch of ambient, all right, and then you know, uh, L Woods shows up. I just love that, yeah. that no one knows anyone's name, you know. Uh-huh. Like, okay, so yeah. the Australian country singer's wife shows up. <laughs> oh my lord.
1: Okay, wait, were you the one telling me that you thought Shay's Shailene Woodley's little boyfriend is an undercover cop?
0: Yeah, that's what we were thinking.
1: I don't think he is. No, no.
0: No, dude, he's coming outside that that police station.
1: He was, but I don't think he's an undercover cop. I think that's too
0: easy. I'm thinking that I don't know. I don't know who who's going to do it. <sighs> Someone's going to kill Meryl Streep. Maybe and Shailene. It might be one of her kids. Ooh, what? Ziggy? No, one of the twins.
1: One of the twins. Yeah, they're pretty aggro.
0: Yeah, one of those kids is gonna.
1: Why would those stupid kids go and tell Meryl Street that they, that they went and saw a guy in bed with their mom? Why would they tell her that? It's, I
0: don't know. Kids are so dumb. So it's a TV show. Brandy. I don't know what to tell you.
1: I was angry about that because Nicole Kidman sat them down and said, your grandmother's trying to take you away, and they weren't for it. They said, we want to live with mom. Should we say we don't like grandma? And then they go behind their mom's back and tell the grandma that they woke up in the middle of the night and there was a guy in bed with their mom. I know. No loyalty.
0: Anyways, it's a good show. New fave uh, Netflix move. E. Oh,
1: you do? What is it?
0: Have you seen Plus One? No. Okay, so it's the, uh, the Asian girl from Pen15. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch that? We talked about Pen15 as one of my favorite things.
1: I watched a couple episodes of it.
0: Okay. Um, and then it is Jack Quaid, which I just mm-hmm. assume is... Um, what's his name Dennis Quaid Dennis Quaid's yeah son cuz they look has to be similar so um the story goes it's like two college buddies girl and a guy are like having to like they they keep on like going to the same weddings uh but they're they're single so they're like why don't we team up and you'll be my plus one for all the weddings I have to go to and then I'll be your plus one for the weddings you have to go to. And then we can at least do it together and we'll we'll wingman for each other. And then, of course, you hope that they eventually realize that the true love was right in front of them the entire time. And then, you love know, it. friends become enemies, enemy becomes friends. Uh, there's some great cameos and you got yourself a little bit of a rom-com. Plus one. It's on Netflix. Good stuff. Sounds great. Yeah, good, good times.
1: I feel like there was another movie, uh, a Netflix movie that somebody was... Oh, Point Blank.
0: Point Break? that's
1: it. Nope, Point Blank.
0: Point Blank. Okay, what's that one about? Is, is, you haven't seen this, have you? You just been someone told no. you about it? No,
1: someone told me to watch it and it sounded really, really good.
0: To <laughs> save his pregnant wife, an emergency room nurse teams up with an injured murder suspect in a race against time. Rival crim- criminals and renegade cops. Point blank, point blank. That's what it says.
1: Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, I read it. Um, I don't know. I heard it was great, so I'm gonna add it to my uh, must watch list.
0: All right, I'll watch it too. I did see another movie that I liked a lot called uh, Highwaymen. Did you see that?
1: Oh, I did see that. Really? Hmm. I think I talked about this a long, long time ago.
0: The movie with Kevin Costner and Woody Harrelson.
1: Uh huh. Oh.
0: Anyways, yeah. <laughs> Pair of Texas Rangers come to uh, come out of retirement to catch the infamous outlaws, Bonnie and Clyde. Mm -hmm. And so we were having this like kind of like debate. And I want to have it with you because I think it's a kind of interesting conversation. Who's more famous, Kevin Costner or Woody Harrelson?
1: I think it depends on the generation we're talking to.
0: Okay, our generation.
1: see ours is tough because we're right in the middle there where both are so well known but like if you you know, my mom would say like hands down Kevin Costner and like my sister Noah would be like who's that and she obviously would know Woody Harrelson yeah because he's done so much recently yeah I don't know both are great
0: who do you think is the more celebrated actor
1: I I think Kevin Costner
0: just in terms of hardware hardware trophies
1: um I don't know like his name I think his name just holds like for some reason, his name is just a little bit more iconic. Like he's just been, I don't know. So I Maybe was, because he's won more awards. Yeah, maybe.
0: So I was of the opinion. So, that, so then who do you think is the better actor?
1: <sighs> They're both different to me. Yeah. They're just a totally different type of actor to me. Like yep. those two guys would never play, would never go after the same role, I don't think. You know what I mean? Like they would get cast for two totally different roles. Totally. In my
0: Okay, so we looked it up, and Kevin Costner does have an Oscar, but it's for directing Dances with Wolves. He doesn't have an actorial Uh Oscar, and he's actually never been, and I could be wrong with this, but I don't think he's never been um, nominated for one either. Now, Woody Harrelson has no Oscars, but he's been nominated for three. Wow. Sarah and I were having this long debate about it's so much easier for a comedic actor to turn serious than for a serious actor to turn comedian. Almost so a Mm -hmm. serious actor turning comedian or a comedic actor has never really happened or really worked. Now think about the greatest actors alive right now. I think everyone probably would say Tom Hanks at number one. Mm -hmm. Tom Hanks was a comedic actor. If you ever see like, bosom buddies or like any of the rom-coms he did with meg ryan those are all that's true big you know those are all comedic roles then he shifted over and became this serious actor and we were going mm-hmm. we we're going through all the names of people like we were, we were going through a bunch of names and then we watched this movie and i was like woody harrelson's another one of those guys you know he was mm-hmm. woody on cheers yep and now he's like this amazing serious comedic actor
1: yeah that's true
0: your brother-in-law's brother is there too, right? Like he's I know
1: a... I, I was going to bring that up. Yeah. That's very true. But you know who who did kind of go the other direction and do a decent job at it is Jonah Hill.
0: Yeah, but he started as a comedic actor and now he's a great serious actor.
1: Oh, you're right. He did.
0: Jim Carrey, same thing. Like I, I want to look up like just like top movie stars.
1: Yeah, I guess if you didn't start out being funny, then you, you aren't funny.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, this is according to top10best.com. Number one on here, Chris Hemsworth. Started as a comedic (laughs) actor, also very funny. I mean, also very, can be a serious actor. Number two, Bradley Cooper. Oh, yeah. He was in like uh, Wedding Crashers. Wedding
1: Crashers, so good.
0: Matt Damon. I think he started more like Goodwill Hunting was a serious film, but he also can be Mm -hmm. funny. He can. Will Smith. Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is a comedy. Oh, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio, not a comedic actor. No. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, very much a comedic actor. Mm Mm-hmm. Tom Hanks, started a comedic actor. So that's the thing. If you want to be top actor, better be funny.
1: Gotta be funny. I guess that's good. Solid, solid sound advice.
0: It's good for Sarah, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, really. (laughs) (laughs) I see where you're going. Yeah, this is just my
0: pitch to every production company out there. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Can I tell you what annoys me about just the iPhone? The what? The iPhone.
1: The iPhone? Yes. Why are you saying it like iPhone?
0: I don't know. (laughs) I don't know why I'm doing that.
1: What annoys you, Wells?
0: You know when you get a new text from somebody and your iPhone figures out who it is? And it's like, maybe it's Shelly Fairchild. I don't Uh don't know who that is, but I made that up. I like that feature. I love it too. But then I want to go put them in my contacts. Mm -hmm. Where the fuck did the name go? (laughs) I can't remember. And I don't know how to spell Fairchild correctly. (laughs) But you knew it was there in the beginning. You were saying, maybe this is who this is. If that's who it is, let me have a button that says, make this fucking name the thing in my contacts. It's so true. You're so right. Iphon, get it together, all right? Get it together. You, you, we've we've you've gotten so close to the end. <laughs> what happened?
1: <laughs> this is a great point. This is something I think every time I try to do that, that yes! I've never stored away
0: and here's to
1: bring th- up at a later time. But I should have.
0: Here's the thing. I bet you there's a way to do it. I just don't fucking know how to do it. But every time I'm no, trying I to don't do think it, there is. Yeah. Every time I'm trying to do, it, I'm like I'm like pressing things, being like maybe this will do it, like double tap. I don't know, zoom in, tap tap tap. Nothing works. So, anyways,
1: um, before we depart from yeah. TV, to, uh, conversation. Oh yeah. Sorry. Have you watched the show Yellowstone at all?
0: No, but it's so funny you say that because I've been and speaking of Kevin Costner, because isn't, isn't he in it? Yeah. Um, I've been wanting to watch it, wanting to watch it, and I was like scrolling down on whatever my cable guide, and it was like one that was like you know, like watch the whole thing. I was like, God, I've been wanting to watch that. Have you seen it? Me
1: too. No, but I have a couple people lately tell me like that I've got to watch it. So it's it's the next show I'm going to start is this one. So I, I was just curious for our listeners, if you have seen Yellowstone, oh, yeah. I was going to say tweet me and let me know if it's worth watching because there's a lot of shows I'd like to watch. So if this one's not worth my time, please let me know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I want to watch that yeah. one too. Yeah. Oh, we started watching Designated Survivor per your suggestion. Do you like it? Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, What are my thoughts on it?
1: Did Uh, you watch the first two seasons or no?
0: We're still in the first season. So, like, we're just... Oh. We just started it.
1: I got you. Okay. The second season is a little sleepy, but the third one is really good. Don't tell me And to be honest... I'm just telling you, to be honest, my mom asked me the other day. She was like, do I have to go back and watch season one and two if I'm going to watch season three or will I understand? And I was like, honestly, I think you could just start season three and not be that lost.
0: Okay, so if you think season two sucks, then I'm going to skip to season three after season one.
1: I think you could totally get away with that. Yeah. Yeah, because season one was good. And then season two, I was like, but season three is by far the best.
0: All right, cool. Last question just about life. Why sure. the fuck is everyone wanting to raid Area 51? Like why is this a thing?
1: <laughs> I had to google this. I um, did too. Okay, yeah, I cuz I I kept seeing memes and I was like where is this coming from? Which side note, my sister Miley has posted some fire Area 51 content this morning if you need a good laugh.
0: <laughs> no, I need less Area 51 <laughs> content.
1: <laughs> um no there's like a petition yeah, online know. that like a million people have signed saying they're going to go raid area 51 some day in September
0: September 20th I know but why is this all of a sudden happening
1: I don't know Somebody some I think it like some person started this petition and somehow it became it went viral I don't know how
0: All right, let me just tell you guys what's up. Yes, there are aliens, all right? Are they here? Maybe, maybe not, all right? But guess what? Let me tell you where they're not. They're not in the place where everyone thinks they are. Yeah, not at all. They might have been there in the 70s when when the thing crashed there, but guess what the government did? They said, fuck, well, everyone thinks it's here. Let's move it somewhere else. Okay, and that's what happened. And now that's just like a, a decoy place.
1: They're probably underneath the Denver airport. That place
0: freaks me out. That's where they are, dude. (laughs)
1: Sure. Uh, Um, Speaking of airports.
0: Yeah.
1: And we just touch on the fact that all these freaking news, not even news outlets, what do you call them? Like tabloids, I guess. Tabloids took my story about our flight to Glastonbury and just galloped off into the sunset (laughs) with it did you see the videos that Noah posted of my mom, like responding to it? No. Oh my Lord. For sure. She was like high as a kite yeah. during these videos. But, um, but I just, I was like on my phone that whatever that last week, Wednesday, when the podcast came out and I keep getting tagged and stuff that says, Miley Cyrus almost dies in plane crash with yeah. family. And I was like, Oh my God, what have I done? And I just kept, I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I, don't get me wrong, the flight was scary. like it was it was a scary situation, but we did not almost die. Like we were all good. Everybody was freaking out, but we were never in danger at all. Just to clarify, we did not almost die
0: is your are your is your family mad at you for saying that?
1: Not at all. I I just – Noah and I were laughing about it and someone posted – so the whole whole, like line that everyone took was where I was like my mom like started tearing up at the end and was like, I I thought we were going to go down and Noah would be alone or whatever. Like people like took that quote. And someone posted a photo of Noah swimming in a bunch of money, and we thought it was hilarious. And she like (laughs) reposted it and was like, "LOL." And then she started getting in a bunch of she started getting a bunch of shit in comments and stuff of people being like, "You're so insensitive." And she was like, "Okay, you guys were making fun of my family situation. Like, you guys are, are laughing at this, but I can't laugh at it. It was a little ridiculous." But Noah thought it was funny. And I was talking to my mom about it, and I was like, honestly, like, I don't care. It's great press for my podcast. Yeah. And Miley didn't say anything about it. We were just like, whatever. But I just couldn't believe, like, how far they took that. I just had no idea when I told that story that it would that it would have that effect.
0: My favorite thing about that story was also what got taken, which was Tish being like, Noah's going to be alone now. And I'm sitting there thinking, well, Billy Ray's not on the flight, is he? Like, she's not going to be alone.
1: But, like, in my mom's mind, like, my dad can't parent Noah on his own. (laughs) Like, she would be alone. (laughs) Uh, Uh, My my dad wasn't on that flight, but he did fly home with us. So, I guess in a weird way, like, she, she, I don't know, maybe it felt like he was there because he was coming to meet us or something. But um, that was funny. And I, because I I also was like, what about Brazen and Trace? They're like your prized children. You're not even worried about them.
0: No, not at all. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that was funny. You got anything else there,
1: kid? Okay, so I have something a little random. Like, we've never really brought something like this up, but I just – I laughed at it to myself so much that I just wanted to bring it up and see if anyone else thought this was comical.
0: Okay, love it.
1: When you are telling someone or explaining to somebody, like, how would you say that someone is like – like another way to say this word, I guess like another way to say it would be like, yeah, like my dad would be like, yeah, your mom really cussed him. Like she really cussed him about uh, about taking the trash out when you shouldn't have or whatever. Like what's another word for like scolding or like when you like kind of like light into someone like how would you say that?
0: Um, reprimanded.
1: No, it's because you're not really like correcting them. You're just like like lighting into them like. If you were like, if someone set you off and you went off on them, like would like, and you were telling the story, would how would you say like, would you say I went off on them, or would you say how would you say that?
0: Yeah, I would say I would say I went off of them, or I ripped them a new one, or okay, lit them up, okay. or something like that. Yeah. Okay. okay. What, what's so the point?
1: What what I said. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes I hear myself say things, mm-hmm. and I think is that a real word or did I learn that in the South where people say words that aren't real Yeah. because my parents say weird things like my dad calls the toilet a commode mm-hmm. and like, I don't know. I just hear weird words for, from my parents cause they're so Southern that I feel like aren't proper vocabulary. So I was explaining to my boyfriend that at the barn the other day I had turned both of my, both my horses are recovering from leg injuries. And so they're both in turnout, but they can't run around and be stupid. I just turned both my horses out and all of a sudden I see a freaking drone flying above my horse's heads, freaking them out. Ever's running around like a nut. And so I, I'm like, I'm so calm. Like I never chew people out and I'm not confrontational. But like when it comes to my horses, like don't fuck with me. And I ran out there and there's these four dudes wearing like hard hats, like electrical looking workers, flying this drone over the horses. And I ran out there and I was like, I was like, um, hi, excuse me. You're scaring my horses. And I like, I like cussed these guys for doing this. But the way I explained it to Rye... As I said, I really reamed them out. Like, I reamed these guys for flying this drone. And and then I was, like, thinking to myself, like, because I don't think he understood what I was meaning. And I was like, is ream even a real word? Okay. And so I Googled it to make sure it was a real word. Yeah. (laughs) And it is a real word. But the definition and the context of where this word comes from is very funny.
0: Okay. Can I just say for the record, I also use reamed. You do? Yes. Okay, great. Yeah.
1: But when you say ream, it's like it's like wait, is that a word? Does that mean that? Does it mean what I think it means? And so I was just really, really, really confused. So ream is a verb. The like you know, there's different definitions of a word sometimes. Like they'll give you three or four. Can mean different things. Yeah. The number one main definition of ream is to widen with a special tool like widen the hole mm-hmm. with a special tool. Okay. Well, that doesn't mean what I used it as, right? I'm saying like ream, like I'm screaming at someone, not widening a hole. So I was like, what? That's so weird. Where would that come from? Your butthole. And then, yeah, exactly. And so <laughs> then the other definition says to clear out or remove from something. And I'm like, I could see how that would mean that, but I still like, where did this, where did this slang, you know, use of ream come from? Yeah. Well, the, definition is have anal intercourse with
0: someone
1: (laughs) no does it (laughs) so basically the word ream really means have anal intercourse (laughs) and someone somewhere decided that that was the equivalent of cussing someone and started using ream as (laughs) slang to light it and rip someone a new one a literal new asshole by having anal intercourse
0: it's so funny, because I answered that with like I rip him a new one, right? Didn't I yeah. say that? And that is t- also about wh- wh- what what?
1: <laughs> so here was what I, I was like, oh my gosh, if Reinhardt didn't understand what I meant, he may have went and googled it and thought I was talking about having anal intercourse with the electricians. I really hope he didn't Google that word.
0: <laughs> All right, so then what happened? Well, then Gary came over and he bumped into my car and it dented the fender. So, you know what I did? I got outside that car and I fucked him in the ass. You what? Yeah, reamed him real good. Wait, you did what? I lit into his asshole. Wait, hold on. Did you yell at him or did you actually have sex? Well, now I don't know. (laughs) This
1: is too good. That's the first conversation. I will never use the word ream ever again the same way.
0: Uh, oh, God. That is so funny.
1: It was really funny. Just just you, this me processing what I was reading. I'm sure the look on my face was like, oh, my God. Yeah. What have I said? <laughs> anyway, boys and girls, that's what ream means, in case you didn't know. Oh, that's
0: good stuff. I feel like that's a good place to end. That feels comfortable there. Okay.
1: <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Do you, have, do you have any songs or anything, or you just want to, want to bail on that?
1: I mean, we don't have to play anything. Ed Sheeran's new album is phenomenal. Yeah. My favorite track is Antisocial with Travis Scott on it, if you guys want to take a listen. But I would recommend listening to the whole thing because it's great.
0: All right, dude. I feel like we did a lot, you know?
1: <laughs> we did a
0: lot. You know? We started with this beautiful <laughs> engagement story. <laughs> And we ended with sodomy. So that checks out. (laughs) Uh, Love you, Brandi. I'll see you soon.
1: Yeah, I'll see you this weekend.
0: Later, dude.
1: Bye, everyone. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.